Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to In All Honesty, the podcast where we get real about life and all the problems that come with it. I'm Michelle Elman, and I'm a five board accredited life coach, public speaker, author of The Joy of Being Selfish and Am I Ugly, and my new book, The Selfish Romantic, coming out in January. I'm passionate about teaching people to communicate, heal the wounds of the past, feel your feelings, and ultimately giving you the tools to change your own life. This is the space where you get your personal development needs met, and we talk about all things growth, self-awareness, and communication with complexity and nuance. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, stick around, because I think you're going to like it here. Today we are talking about happiness and actually toxic positivity, which is a term you might not have heard before, so I will explain it. But the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because when I was training to be a life coach, one of the sessions was about goals and how to set goals, and they very much emphasise that happiness is not a goal. The reason why I say happiness is not a goal is for a goal to exist that actually needs to be time and space between when you come up with the goal and when you achieve the goal. Happiness can happen in a moment, an instant. Um, It can be a split second. And that's why a lot of life coaches say happiness is a state or a better word or a looser word for that is a feeling. And every single person in the world likely has a feeling of happiness every single day, even if it's a split second, even if it's the moment that you open a card um, in the mail and it's a letter from your friend or you see a dog in the street. Whether you notice it or not, that happiness exists. And even when you don't notice it, it's there. It's just you have to actually tap into it to feel it. When we go around the world thinking we all deserve to be happy all the time, what ends up happening is we ignore the other emotions in the world, the fear, the sadness, the guilt, the shame, the anger. We turn those negative emotions, but no emotion is actually negative. There are just emotions we are more comfortable with and there are also emotions where we've been trained to be okay and acceptable and talk about. You can talk about your happiness, but you can't talk about your grief. That is just how we've been trained and taught. And if we had more comfort around the supposedly negative emotions, then we wouldn't be terming them as negative. All emotions serve a purpose. They're there to signpost you when your needs are being unmet or when you are being fulfilled in the case of happiness. This mentality around us deserving to feel happy all the time doesn't just stop us from feeling our negative emotions, but it leads to an entitlement and almost leads to this instant gratification culture because you aren't going to be happy all the time. Sometimes you are going to have moments in life where you are bored, you are dissatisfied, you are going through any other emotion in the world. And if we're always trying to fast track that back to happiness, then we don't give the other emotions the time and space that it needs. The reason why I wanted to bring toxic positivity into this is because it's the same thing. So when you are grieving and someone goes, well, you should just be happy they're not in pain. 
Telling someone they should be happy doesn't make someone happy. And actually not accessing that grief and giving it time and space means that it will linger on. And yes, grief tends to stick around anyway, but you will never properly feel it. And so then it will come up in moments where it's less convenient because you've not created time and space to feel it. When you tell someone they need to be happy, it almost shames them for any other emotion they have. I remember when I was in hospital, a lot of people would say, oh, you should be happy, you have the best health care in the world you should be so happy you can afford to have this healthcare. absolutely and I didn't for one second take for granted the privilege I had to be kept alive by the healthcare that I could afford but at, in that moment where I'm being separated from my friends and I'm in intense pain happiness was not what I wanted to be feeling and as a result 10 years later I had PTSD because I never felt any of the anger that I wanted to feel and I didn't feel the right to have that anger because I was so focused on the privileges I had and the funny thing with both of them is they can both coexist is that you can have privilege and also be going through something tough you can have a negative emotion and you can also feel grateful for other things that are going on in your life whether you call it toxic positivity or not positivity isn't a word that I love I get told all the time you're really positive no I'm not I am happy a lot of the time but that's because I also feel my sadness my anger my fear my shame my guilt as well when you feel those negative emotions you create more space for um, those happy emotions that joy that love because you're not carrying around the negative emotions because you've actually processed it worked through it All emotions are designed to be temporary. The only reason they stick around longer than they should is because you're actually not feeling them. And so when someone tells me you're really positive, I tell them, well, you should see me all hours of the day because throughout every day, there will be moments where I'm not being positive. What I project on the internet might come across as positive because frankly, I'm not going to be picking up the phone if I'm crying and filming myself. Or if I'm angry at someone, I'm not gonna put that online because that would be quite shaming to the person. And so yes, online you will always see a highlight reel, but even in real life, I get told I'm positive. And it's not that I'm positive, it's that I give myself permission to feel every part of me. Because what you'll notice is the people who don't give themselves permission to feel sadness, the supposedly negative emotions, also don't give themselves permission to feel the joy, the happiness and the excitement of a child because they associate that with being childish because they also associate things like crying with being childish. They associate emotions with being weak. They associate emotions with being girly. All of these patriarchal terms that we use to diminish emotions and also to not recognise the importance of them. I genuinely think emotions are a strength, but it's only when we give ourselves permission to access all the emotions that we can actually utilise it as a strength. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If we only had positivity and happiness in our lives, we actually wouldn't be able to feel the depth of happiness that we feel without sadness occurring. And so rather than telling someone to be positive, to be happy, what I much prefer is tell people to feel their feelings, all feelings, no matter how uncomfortable they are, how uncustomized you are to feeling those feelings, And also to notice the happiness in your day. As I said before, there will be moments where you are happy. And sometimes if you are in a certain mindset, you won't notice them. So even writing at the end of every day three things that made you happy can actually train your brain to start noticing them. Now that's not to say you ignore when you're sad. But if you give yourself permission to actually notice the happiness you might actually find that you start noticing the other emotions that you are ignoring as well. The reason why it's important to differentiate that happiness is not a goal is because then you know that you can achieve it in any moment. You know that it's a fleeting emotion in the same way that you're never going to be sad 100% of the time. You can't be happy 100% of the time and if we continue striving for happiness to be our constant state, then we're aiming for a goal that is unrealistic because as I said, it's not a goal. This mentality of we deserve to be happy all of the time almost leads to um, an entitlement and sometimes I think that actually becomes an obstacle to the goal because if you're unhappy in a relationship for a second, whether it's a friendship, romantic relationship or work relationship, you then use this I deserve to be happy as a way to bail rather than working on it and having the difficult conversations. In fact, if you believe you deserve to be happy every moment of the day, you will never have a difficult conversation because difficult conversations arise other emotions that, again, you will likely have more discomfort around. This I deserve to be happy is wonderful for setting standards for our life, but we had to add a little bit of nuance in it and a little bit of complexity and understand that we are also allowed to just have a day where we don't feel much. There are days where you aren't going to be feeling a lot of happiness, but there are also going to be days where you don't feel a lot of sadness. It's just a day. And I understand that this personal development culture almost wants you thinking that if you just spend a day existing, then it's a waste of a day. But frankly, this utilising every single moment of every day as a productive way to improve yourself 
is a way to exhaust yourself and you will burn out. When we believe that happiness is something we are owed, it can lead to an entitlement. Whereas if we actually start noticing that happiness is something we already have, and of course there will be moments where you have more happy moments in the day than in other phases of life. But if we actually start noticing it from that perspective, then you know when you need to create a change in your life. Whereas if you just have an expectation for happiness, with a lot of expectations, it leads to disappointment. Because if you go in with such high expectations then there's only one way to go from there happiness is a wonderful beautiful thing and of course we want to maximize it in our life but I also think pressuring people into feeling that happiness almost turns it into a competition we definitely see this online of I'm happier than you are or I'm happier in our relationship and again it's feeding this comparison mechanism of who's the happiest in the world when maybe we can actually just aim for a mediocre level of happiness it's okay to just be satisfied with life than ecstatic with life and if we were okay with just being satisfied and not needing that constant ecstatic or the highest level of 10 out of 10 happiness then it would be easier to notice in those quiet small moments even if your happiness lasts two seconds that happiness exists and so the main part is that you notice it when it occurs and that you don't shame yourself for having emotions that aren't happiness And that if you don't feel happy in a moment, it's equated to being ungrateful because that's just not true. You can be grateful for life and not feel happy in every single moment. So I hope that made you think. And yes, happiness is this wonderful, beautiful thing. And also, there are many times in my life where happiness hasn't been the central emotion, but they've been good memories. Maybe sadness was because I was sad to leave somewhere. So I just want to implore you to think about the fact that if you have a life where all emotions are accepted, how much fuller your life will be. Yes, in those sad moments, you might not want that sadness, but when you have every emotion and you give yourself permission to access all of them, your life becomes more colourful and I truly believe that because I am such an advocate for feeling your feelings and this might be controversial but you don't have to be happy in every single moment of the day in order to have a happy life in general. Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this episode it would mean the world if you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this and share it on social media and tag me in it so I can share it too. Come find me at Michelle L. Elman on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. We do fun things on there like Q&A Mondays and on Fridays we celebrate your boundary wins. There's a whole community of people who want to grow and heal as well and we're waiting to welcome you whenever you're ready. In the meantime, make sure to feel your feelings, set some boundaries, communicate in the way you want to be communicated with, ask for what you need and I know sometimes you forget but someone loves you and I'll speak to you next week. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.